welcome back everyone to another episode of the mind if i crash podcast it's been a few weeks but we are back and we are wrapping this season up very quickly only two more episodes before our cash drawing uh once you? again guys if you guys why need to yeah why, why is that where was shit. that where was that in his ball sack. <laughs> Once again, guys, it's not too late to sign up for the That's cash why they giveaway. Call you the plug. The plug. Okay. The nut plug. Makes sense. Sorry, Hell yeah. Uh, Life Widgets <laughs> sponsoring the show today. Um, what is it? North Carolina. Jerry Tebow. Is it North Carolina? Mm -hmm. North Carolina. Uh, proud sponsor of the show. Sign up, download the app, add me as your first friend immediately in the drawing. Three cash prizes coming after the 10th episode, guys. So today, this is probably someone who's been requested from the start of the podcast, not just the start of the season. Um, awesome story to tell. Probably can't fit it all in the hour and a half we're about to do, but we're glad that you're here. Um, <laughs> dude, from being a world champion at just 18 in arm wrestling, all the way to being a leading, cultivating pioneer in the tattoo industry today, Mr. Boomer Reagan. How What's are you, up? sir? What's up? Thanks for having me. Thanks for... You're helping us, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Anything is... It's fun, dude. I'm into it. Yeah, this is this is dope, and obviously, this is the scene that you guys have never seen before. Uh, we're in Total Immortal today, shooting for the first time on the go. This is my shop. Beautiful shop. Thank Super you. Super fucking rad. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I'd live here if I could. Tommy's trying to find a way to actually stay here. I'm force my girlfriend to break up with me today. There you go. <laughs> I'll be at work tomorrow. Just I leave, got rent, though. leave your phone at home and you can look I like that. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get into just the beginning. You know, I want to know, obviously, your life from the start. Tell me a little bit about yourself, kind of how you, how you kind of found this route in life. Where did you find tattooing? Where did it spark your interest? Oh, man. Tattooing as weird as it sounds or cliche as it sounds tattooing found me so i grew up at a young age i was i was a skater just like i didn't grow up here close to cleveland i mean it's northern ohio but it's like a totally different world than here mm -hmm. like and it was a totally different time like i'm i'm older so like rap music wasn't a big thing yet like hip-hop was kind of there with like the skate scene or whatever but like I grew up as a skater and I grew up playing instruments and I played drums and guitar and all that shit. And growing up, I knew I, like, I'm probably going to be the drummer or the singer of a band or I'm, I'm going to be a professional skater. Like I, was ended, I ended up getting sponsored to skate when I was like 13. Oh, also. so you were skating and for real. You yeah, were doing it. Like I wasn't like just a, like a fuck boy. Like I was out there, I was breaking shit and I was like on top of buildings and I'm like, I'm breaking bones and like I'm just live fast, die fun. My yep. whole life, like that was me and my friends forever. Live fast, die fun, too fast for Satan. Like That's we're dope, we're moving, you know. Yeah. Like we got shit to do. It's like it started out as a means of transportation. It turns into like your life. Mm -hmm. So the, on that token, like tattoos were also in that scene. It is for sure. It's like that's a big part of like growing up the guys on the posters from the bands that you like or the skaters that you like they had some tattoos and it's like i want fucking tattoos mm -hmm. my dad had tattoos you know what i mean like i i wanted i wanted to look like that you know what yep. i mean and like i as a child like most boys do they if, if your dad's around you idolize your fucking dad like i want to be just like him i want to be mm -hmm. strong i want to have tattoos like i want to be a tough guy and it's badass like, right i was a like i was a wrestler in school 
Um, I was getting into fights and stuff, as most younger boys do at, in that time, like where mm-hmm. it wasn't like you're going to get in trouble and suspended. Like you get in a fight, you go to your next class. Like it's right. whatever it is. Right. So I, I grew up doing all of that stuff, and eventually tattooing found its way to me. It is very much part of that culture. It is. You know? It um, is. Essentially, you were probably the, the uh, inspiration of the movie Point Break. Sounds like you were just living fast. I was, man. Everything was like at that time when I was a little more energetic than I am in my old age. Everything was fast. We had, I grew up in a racing town, so everybody there had race cars. Oh, yeah. Fast cars, fast music. We would skate fast. We would, we were literally, everything was go, 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 go. Put as much life as you can into your life, experience as much as you can. Cause this was before, there was no cell phones. There was no like You're I had a, in the moment. I had yeah, a beaver. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, right? like, like my friends. Boomer's sixty three years old. I'm, thank you. I'm I'm all, almost. It's close. But it's like you know, it's like you know, we were we were doing every single thing that we could fit into our lives right now. There yeah. is no. We never plan for a tomorrow. Like that's it, dope it, and, and I'm still the same way. Like if I die right now, I fucking did it already. Mm-hmm. I did everything that you've wanted to do. I've already done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it plus some. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I lived. I've Two lived lifetimes. a thousand lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Like yeah. I've done that shit. Like, like we were talking before we started this. Like, dude, I've I've been in f- like fights. Like where there's a fucking ring and there's people watching. There's a crowd. I've mm-hmm. been on stage in front of thirty thousand people arm wrestling mm. i've taken it, a world title i've yeah. taken world titles away from people yeah. i've kind of get into that i've literally like as a teenager put grown men in their place because like i will try harder than you right. as hard as you'll try i'll try i'll fucking die yeah. i'll die right now you're prepared to die i'm ready to fucking go like that's I'll, a mentality is it, it not is. it is it, it totally is you you, you can't teach today. that shit like mm-hmm. that is you're instilled born. in you yeah. you know what i mean like I that that's who you are you know what i mean like when I was a kid, dude, my dad would wake me up at 2 and 3 in the morning, drunk off his ass, get the fuck outside and wrestle Bill. Get the fuck outside and get, <laughs> fucking get Eric. Mm-hmm. And he would be yelling at me, fucking single leg, double leg, you know, rear naked, whatever it was. If I didn't do that, my dad didn't count it as a win. And I, I had to go to school tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I gotta, like, I'm fucking fighting grown men, literally in a fucking fight, bloody. Yeah. From these other drunk grown men, like also who? Where, Bill, where the fuck are you? <laughs> who? Bill Rutherford. Bill wanted. Like Eric. William. Eric Shank. You guys were fighting me when I was twelve, and I was fucking you guys up. How does that feel? And and I was small, and that's another thing. I was a smaller dude, so it's like little dudes will fight to the death. They said that in Fight Club. Oh, scrappy. Little dudes will oh, yes. fight to the fucking they the biggest death. Heart. Because I had something to prove. I always fucking did. And I still mm-hmm. do. As much as I've lived those thousand lives and I've done everything, there's more shit that mm-hmm. I want to do. Always. Do you say you do it for you and the ones you care about, though? You're not doing it for the next motherfucker. No. You're doing no. it for you. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for my kids to show them you literally can do whatever you want mm-hmm. if you Hell try yeah. hard enough. Mm-hmm. You just set your mind If you to try it, hard enough, you can fucking do it. I just like fucking that. do it. it yep. Not to be like a Nike thing, but you literally just fucking do that shit. If you want it bad enough, do it. If yeah. you don't want to do something, you won't do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. I if, like that. If R. Kelly pulls his dick out and he's going to pee on you and I don't want him to, I'm going to fucking move. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so the women that. they got pissed on and enjoyed it. What the 
fuck is wrong with you? Hey, if you're in, hey, I'm not hating. I'm not gonna kink shame. But I'm just saying, if you don't want to do something, don't fucking do it. And if you do want to, fucking try harder. Try fucking harder. Give it your all. Yeah, I like that. Every day is just a revolving door. Yeah. I also really love that you said you're not planning for tomorrow. I think that mentality in itself, like on top of a go go go. Yeah. When you say I'm gonna do it today, why wait until tomorrow? Right. You get so much shit done. I yes. mean, you are fairly young and have done so much. Yeah, with that mentality, <laughs> sixty-three is not is not yeah. that young, He's but 63. still, sixty-three is the new forty. Yes, so. I like that. What the fuck? So, how did you get into like uh, arm wrestling? Uh, so, as arm, my dad arm wrestled in the eighties before they got me, mm-hmm. um, and he stopped or whatever. And my dad was like big into like online poker tournaments. Okay. Like years Even ago. Even back then? Back then. Like not in the eighties, not in okay. the eighties. So no, he, no, got, no, he, no, got, right. he got into these online poker tournaments in, in like the mid nineties. Damn and, um, bro. Yeah. He was, he sucked at it, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess there was like a pop up for like arm wrestling in your area. Even back then your fucking computers and shit were listening. Spamming to you. you. Right. Yeah. Like, so he, it was in Montpelier, Ohio. And it's like out by Toledo. So my dad was like, I'm going to go to this tournament. Um, it was called the Harley Pole. I don't know if they still do it. If they do, that's dope. Like every winner of every weight class gets a key. And whoever's key starts this Harley, you fucking get it at the oh. end. Oh, that's sick oh, as it's fuck. It's super dope. And yeah. it's always like a decked out fucking all custom yeah. Harley. Super wow. dope. So my dad goes there and he gets like 20 seconds total of table time. Ready, go, bam. Ready, go, bam. Got his fucking ass kicked, but loved it. Right. Came home raving about it. Yeah. Like, I got to get back into this and all this shit. And, dude, I was 12. And I was like, I'll try it. You know, like, so I'm, al- I was already fucking having to fight his fucking friends. Mm-hmm. So now his friends What's are coming over yeah. and doing this shit. Like, I want to do this too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I still, at that point, I really looked up to my dad. He was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I want to do what you're doing. I want to hang out with you. And I want to I want to be tough. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was, like, fucking 100 pounds, dude. I was so, so small. <laughs> right, dude. But Scrappy I mean, you're what, though. 13, 14 at this time? I was, like, 12. Damn, I was, like, 12 dude. years old, dude. So before you were a teen. Yeah, I, was a, I wasn't even a teenager yet. You were I won my first tournament at 13. Wow. I was, I was a teenager. But that was in like a teenage division. Right. So I was doing men's tournaments also, mm-hmm. but getting my ass kicked. But when I turned 15, I like won my first match in the men's division. And within that year, before I was 16 years old, I dropped. was making the final four every time. And Ooh. once I turned 16... They wouldn't even let me in amateur tournaments anymore. They I had to sign up to in the men's up. pro division. Wow. Damn. And it went from me not even winning a match and having to sit at these tournaments and watch the rest of these tournaments for hours on end mm-hmm. to me winning every single thing I went and to. Advancing. And it's like I would go to these tournaments and it was like, okay, well, who's going to take second? You know, I'm signing autographs and shit for people that I've never met, but somehow they know who I am. Yeah. And that's got to be a cool fucking and, dude, feeling. This is like before MySpace was a thing. This was like, how do these people know me? Mm-hmm. And I didn't look like any of those people. Right. My yeah. image, even then, I was a punker. Yeah. Like I had crazy colored hair. You like flexed out like, uh, Yeah, like dude. Like I had, I think that photo you're talking about, I had a big ass mohawk, but they dude, made me put it down. Sick, mm, they yes. wouldn't let me have okay. it up for the okay. fucking tournament. They're like, it's a distraction. <laughs> I'm like, what is this fucking school? Like, right. What are you talking about? 
But I, everybody else looked like a construction worker in like these big burly dudes with Car beards and shit, shit. car hearts and yeah. shit. And here's me with the fucking band t-shirt, and I'm just like, Rolled "What's up, up motherfuckers? Yeah. Like, let's get it. I'm here to go fucking fast, mother- Ricky Bobby, baby. Like, I'm ready to go." And I just started just whipping dudes' asses. How did that feel? Did that? I mean, as a kid, that has to feel fucking amazing. Dude, on top I mean, of the world, it bro. feel it at that point. Everything felt like a big dick competition. Like, Fair enough. who comes in here swinging? And I always felt like, here we go, motherfuckers. Like, mm-hmm. what's up? Like, I'm here to fucking show everybody that I'm not just a kid. I'm like, I'm here to fuck you up in yeah. front of your wife. Right. Yeah. I'm here to fuck you up in front of your kid. I'm you here to drive embarrass them home. you. I'm here to embarrass you. Yeah, exactly. You're going to drive them home and they're going to talk about that the one that you called the little emo guy, the yep. little punk rock guy, like, oh, the guy with earrings and painted nails. Like, I'm here fucking you up, dude. I'm taking you home, shit. And once I was old enough to go to bars and shit, I would hustle the fuck out of people in bars. Oh, I would just walk up to groups of the biggest dudes and be like, were you guys talking about arm wrestling? They'd be like, no. I was like, all right, cool. Because I was going to say, like, I'll fuck you guys up. But whatever, you know, have a good night, man. It was nice to talk to you for a second. And they'd be like, what are you talking about? 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, put down 100 bucks or get the fuck out of here. You know, I bring <laughs> your girl over home. here, too, so she can watch you get your fucking ass kicked. Damn. Like, and I was just, at first, it was like, you know, be, be nice, be subtle, like I would arm wrestle a friend and let them beat me, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. But as I got a little older, I realized everybody wants to shut up the cocky guy. Yep. So I would just always go in there like, it's Dick me, swinging. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It's me. It's always been me. Yes. Like, whatever I'm going to do, I will do it better than you and you and you and your fucking friends. I will own this shit. Mm-hmm. I will fucking kill all of this shit because I know I'll fucking try harder than you. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I know I know so end. much of the time these guys should have been able to beat me. They were they were stronger than me. They were faster than me or whatever, but like I'm smarter mm-hmm. than you. Like I know I'm smarter. Like every like in a like in an actual fight, everything has a counter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's a counter to everything. everything. There's mm-hmm. there's a way to stop it, there's a way to block it. Mm-hmm. And I got so fast at learning how to stop people from doing things that I'm not even going to let you be strong. I'm going right. to take all your strength away from you and and I'm going to just literally own you in front of this crowd because mm-hmm. I fucking want it more. Mm-hmm. And that's a rush. I mean, it is a rush. Turning like, a I, crowd up. Dude, that's a rush. They, I mean, dude, even at 17 and stuff like that, I'm not even technically an adult yet, but they're wanting me to MC tournaments and shit because I'll that's get the insane. fucking crowd going. Mm-hmm. Like, stand the fuck up. Yes. Get up and let's do what this shit. What the fuck is up, Kyle? Right? That's my puppy's name. <laughs> Your dog's name is Kyle. His name's Kyle. What? He Shout out to Kyle. Dirt Shout bikes. out to Kyle, dude. <laughs> Kyle. I know you're at home right now. I miss you. Sniffing your ass, licking your balls. Licking some butt. So how many, uh, how many like titles have you won? Uh, and you mentioned oh, you're shit, a, you, you won a championship. World I mean, championship. I'm, I'm sure you were every weekend away, right? Yeah. I, the, the last year that I competed, I did 38 tournaments Jesus. out of 52 weeks in the year. And then on top of that, there's training also, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the best training for arm wrestling is arm wrestling. I mean, I could lift weights. I've done weightlifting competitions too. I did a curling competition after an arm wrestling tournament. Won the fucking curling competition. I curled 172 pounds at a, and I only weighed 138. Jesus. And that was a straight bar curl with no swing that got yardsticks on both sides yeah, of you. So and I had already done the whole tournament. Down. I already won the whole tournament. So your arms should already be curling shot. I, would, that? I, can, I could curl that at that time. Most people at that age, at that weight, couldn't even bench that. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, that's I, insane. I, and as far as I know, I still own so many records at Norwalk High School. I had pound for pound best bench press. I also had the highest bench press. I had the dips, pegboard, 
um, push-ups. I could do one-armed hand, uh, push-ups, chin-ups. My my wrestling coach no. brought his fucking uh. his son in who had a full ride to Ohio State University. Uh, Jake, I, I I do like him. You were a little bit of a dick to me that day, but he brought his <laughs> son in to the school, and they called me out of class to come down to the weightlifting room because. Jake wanted to, to verse me in some weightlifting shit. The best and I, the best. I wore a, a weighted belt because he weighed 190. He's like, well, you need to pull up 190 then. Like, are you right. going to be this petty right now? Uh, this is weight, body weight for body weight. And I still fucked him up. Damn, bro. I could do more one-handed pull-ups than he could do with both his hands. And I had that weighted fucking belt on, but love that dude. <laughs> well, good job, Jakey Poo. Good job. I mean, hey, he went to Ohio State on a full ride. <laughs> Did I his didn't thing, do that. I guess. Technically, yeah. I didn't even graduate from high school. I'm a high school dropout. You could have done Ooh. anything, though. Really. Yeah. You I, really could have done anything. Even at that age, I knew, like, I, I'm going to have to work and do something. I'm going to make it big somewhere. Right. So I gave myself job stoppers as... I stretched my ears at 12 years old, and I mean that 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 was a long time ago. I'm you know I'm pushing 40 right Dude, now. That's way before 63. it was cool. <laughs> that's way before that was cool. <laughs> right. It was or like, even in fashion. Yeah, like I like I had my tongue piercing shit in sixth grade. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, this was a long time ago, and yeah. it's like I, I started getting tattoos and stuff because it, at the time I didn't want to be part of like the man. I don't want to have some corporate mm-hmm. job and. The it manufacturing so, it line sounds, of society. Yeah. Right. It sounds dumb saying it as an adult, but as a kid. At that time, I had to make it. You live and die by that. Yeah. And yeah. Like, like there was no tomorrow. So whatever today is, is today. And I'm going to try hard. To, if I can get to tomorrow, I'm going to go even bigger than I did yesterday. Yep. That's and I've dope. always As seen it that way. I've always seen it that way. Like, I'm going to try harder. I'm going to do more. And, and I'm going to make it. Whatever it is, I'm going to make it at that. When it was skating, I made it. When it was arm wrestling, I made it. Once tattooing came about... Mm-hmm. In in my life, anyways, it, it was already. I'm gonna make it. Yep. I I worked in a shop. Uh, a guy gave me the chance to work in his shop. I worked there for three years. I ended up leaving to open my own shop. Three years in, open this place, and I'm only like a little over six years in as a tattoo artist, and I'm sponsored by six companies. Yeah, I've it's won crazy. a ton of awards Which, and been in magazines. And for the everyday person, like that is a major account like that's not uh anything to just overlook that's a huge accomplishment in in even with tattooing and stuff like that it's like it doesn't matter how many followers you have because there's a ton of followers and shit that they're not even good or Mm -hmm. there's a ton of tattooers that have a lot of followers that they're not even good but Mm -hmm. as far as like other tattooers that follow my work that's what means the most to me. How much influence do you have on the industry? Yeah. It, it, one, of, one of my friends, Jeremy, said that to me. He said, how much influence do you have on the industry? Not just how many people like your shit, but how many people who do what you do like your shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And that goes in any industry. Where, where, where do you stand there? How, how much do they like my art? Mm-hmm. And I've never even really seen myself as an artist. I just make tattoos, man. That's dope. That's and humble, though. Like, like, that's a humble, like, that's a humble flex. Everything that I do has always been broken down to, like, its dumbest form. Like, I'm just coloring in shapes, man. Keep it simple, stupid. It kiss, but 100%. I like that. Right, but like I'll make my colors brighter than yours. I'll make my shading smoother than yours. Right, like it, a badass coloring book. You yes. probably have the most colorful coloring book I've ever seen. I bet. Oh, dude, when I was a kid, I I loved it. Because you go like full fledged. So I could just see you just fucking crayons are shrinking inside. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. I need six <laughs> boxes of crayons. Look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that mentality you had as a child, still applying to your right. life. Right. 
and it's and it and it's sad to see that so many people aren't like that. Yeah, yeah. Because it isn't something that I think you can teach. A lot I of think want it, handouts. Yeah, help me. Everybody's always hoping that they can find an in, like help me get into this. And it's and like, I'm dude, sure of that. you open that door yourself. A lot if of you don't have a the... key, fucking break in. Yep. Kick that fucking door and go through the window. Put yourself there, and and then do it. You a know lot what of I mean? People live yeah. by it's not who, what you know, it's who you know. That is true, but in a sense, yeah. definitely reigns true. But so. Guys, we're going to take a really quick break, but when we come back, I want to dial it in on on your story of coming up. Because six years, you've done a lot, you know, and I want to kind of dive into everything that, that you are as, as what we consider an artist. You're just, you know, doing just tattoos. Just making tattoos, man. We'll be right book. back, guys. Grab the coloring book. <laughs> All right, guys, and we are back um, getting into the tattoo side of things. So... Obviously, you grew up basically in that culture. When did you get your first tattoo? And then did that like did that spark the interest? Walk I, me through you getting tattooed versus becoming a tattoo artist. What was your first tattoo, and why was it? A so, because <laughs> I needed one. You know what I mean? I need one. No, I grew up in my high school was it was huge like we had a lot of kids there yeah. like a ton of kids there and of of all the kids in my high school at the time i was done there was like four kids that had tattoos so Damn. it was still as far as like now there's kid the high school kids have fucking full sleeves Covered. and shit yeah. but like then it was still like you know you got to get a job what are you going to do with your life and it's like fuck you like i'm going to skate like right. you know what i mean yeah. like so me getting a tattoo at first, I was the first one of my friend group, obviously, because like four kids at the end of high school and they were all my fucking dudes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, but my first tattoo, I got a spider web on my shoulder. I wanted something that was big and I wanted it to cover some space, but th- it was just lines and like a minute bit of shading. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it would cover some space and I didn't think it would hurt that much or take that long. Cause I didn't know what the fuck it was going to be like. None of my friends had them. Dude, it's unpredictable. Your right. First time. So it's like, I got this tattoo and all of a sudden it was just like fucking cutoffs all the time. Like yes. I was such a fuck. Like, you know, yeah. that guy that's got his like t-shirt, there's like a spot cut out so you can see his tattoo, <laughs> like the fucking memes. Or he gets to the bar and he like and it, purposely rolls it up. Yeah. Like, that was me. Him. Anytime I'm going out to eat, I'm like, Oh, I think I'm going to have like a, like you know, whatever. You guys have a strawberry daiquiri. Yeah, can alcohol. I please get? Can I get a water with lemon? Yes. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, you guys see funny. Right. Oh Jesus. God. That's part so, of being a kid, though. Like, oh that's, yeah. It's so, it's cute in a way. Like that's right. just how it, we it, It's adorable because yeah. it's like I and not remembering back, not to sound like a dick, but like I remember my first tattoo. You know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. you want to show everybody, you want people to know that, like, hey, I'm in this now. Yes. It does change you. Mm-hmm. It oh, really absolutely. does. Like. Because now for the rest of your life, this is here, unless you black your arm out. You, like, you, you're going to have this, and you're going to see it forever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it, it, you're a different person now. Now, it's not that... I shouldn't even say you're a different person. Now you're you. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. I've, I've always been this. I've always been shock value. Mm-hmm. But upon like a first appearance of me at 12, 13, 14, maybe it was just my hair that people were like, that kid's a yeah. little bit wild. You know, or like some Your some plug my plugs or whatever yeah. in my ear. Like now, people call them gauges, oh, but yeah, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> like. But even further than that, it's like I want to go farther. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like my mom's like, don't don't tattoo your forearms, don't tattoo your face. Like I'll never do that, mom. And then yeah. I turned into this piece of garbage. I can't wait to tattoo my face. But it's you can't even see your face, man. I can <laughs> see like your eyes, but like my eyelids are my eyelids are tattooed. So hey, you at can least do you guys have a matching tat at the moment. Yeah, twins, dude. You I... need to get this. No. no. No? No? You don't like it? Commit to the lifestyle, no. Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> right. I got a tattoo, bro, all I wear ski masks now. Right. Like, Sebastian. Sebastian. motherfucker. Exactly. But, <laughs> but it, it does, like, it, it did spark it in you. It's like anybody that has one tattoo, like, you want another one. They probably have You know one. what I mean? Almost immediately Like, after. you, you got to get another one, and, and you forget that it hurts, and, and you want to go back, and you want to get more, because it really is just a temporary pain. and. Mm-hmm any pain is temporary you know what i mean like yeah. you're you're gonna get through whatever emotional pain or physical pain you're you're in and you forget how bad it was why do we get in other relationships we forget you know yeah. like so you you end up going back and you want more and you want more and you want more and i just so happened to have the means to do it when i started tattooing tattoos were at that time you know where i was living it was expensive. Like we didn't make a lot of money, dude. Like, I'm sure of that. Like I'm talking, like we were poor, dude. Like I, I remember heating up bowls of water in the microwave so that I could bathe in a bowl oh, of yeah. water. Yeah, like Shit. stove open. Bring yeah, in the yes, yeah. dude. Like I get that. poor, poor. Mm-hmm. You know, so getting a tattoo was like, how the hell am I going to do that? So and justify it. I was at a party one night with friends, man, and I had like three tattoos. I got one at, I got one at sixteen. I got. One at 17, and I got one at 18. And I didn't get any when I was 19. But when I was 20, I was at a party with some friends, and we were all talking about tattoos. And my one buddy says, I think I know how to make a tat gun. And I was like, hey, me too. And another friend said the same thing. So we all collaborated and talked about it for what seemed like hours. Uh You know, they were all drinking (laughs) and stuff. I don't drink or anything, but it was... I was like, I'm going to make one right now. So I made one out of like an alarm clock and a pen and uh, prison break. Yeah, dude. Like I, like my friends knew as soon as I started, like I'm taking this shit apart. They're like, he's going to fucking do it. He's going to make going to be you. I'll, I'll build this shit. Like I'll make this and it's going to work. So like my one buddy had gone to like Walmart while I was building it and he took all the caps off their toothpaste, stuffed them in his pocket. That was, those weren't ink caps. Justin, I know you remember he owns a (laughs) tattoo shop now. Um, so I made this tattoo machine in, in the worst way, started tattooing my friends. Yep. <laughs> and unsanitary and living fast, and we were doing it. You know, my friends yeah. just like, do a skull, do my daughter's name, do this. And I'm just like, yeah, no drawing it on first, just literally fucking tattooing Free hand in the shit as I go. We didn't even have paper towels, dude. I had a fucking rag and a bowl of water, <laughs> and I was wringing it out and wiping him off Jesus. with it. It was so bad. Like, don't do that. Do it the right way. But eventually, like, I did that for a little bit, and I was like, I'm going to buy some real tattoo equipment, and I'm going to try this. And I just, I did it on my friends here and there, like, a little bit, and I was like, like then I was like, I'm kind of into this. Like, I could, I could do this, I uh-huh. think. And I started just, I tattooed my friends here and there just a little bit, and then the guy that owns the shop that I used to work at, he saw some of my stuff on my Instagram page and was like, dude, your work is dope. Where do you work? I'm like, I, I don't actually work in a shop. I'm not going to lie to you. I just do it on my friends. Sometimes I have a normal job. I worked in a factory, you know, and I had been working there for like six or seven years. Damn. You were committed to that. Yeah, man. I I was busting my ass in that factory, like 70 hours a week. Yeah. So like, I got I got some kids, you know, like I, I, I got to provide for them and I didn't grow up here. So I didn't even know anybody from here. And he was like, if you ever want a job in a shop, let me know. And I was like, all right, cool. 
And, you know, I'll just keep that in mind, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, two weeks later, my job says, hey, we're moving. If anybody that wants to come can can come. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not moving all the way to fucking Kansas City. Oh, for shit. Moving, bucks. moving. Yeah, dude. I was going through some stuff, trying Damn. to get custody of my, my oldest daughter at the mm-hmm. time. And... And I, I just didn't want to do all that. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't move for that, that amount of money, you know. And that I was, was like, I guess I'm going to yeah. try the tattoo thing and actually do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to that shop and I just started pumping out tattoos. As Damn. many as I could on whoever wanted a tattoo, you know. And I did it the only way that I knew how was to just do more. Yeah. You know, like, I, I've always done everything fast. I tattoo fast, yes. really fast compared People to most tattoo away. artists. I tell them that you, this literally took you two and a half hours to do. Really? Like at the, like, Probably like maybe, set up and everything geez, on a throat. That's impressive. I'm talking about like getting the getting everything set up, getting the stencil ready, doing the outline, and then coloring. Each Multiple and, colors. Oh, dude, he was fast with it, and it didn't hurt. It was very light handed. What hurt was the Adam's apple. Scoot in. Yeah. What hurt was the Adam's apple. He ended up saying, uh, he was like, I had the nose left. It was in the nose. Yeah, I, I remember. remember like, oh, that's got to be done. a gnarly like, spot, dude. He's like, bro, stop being a pussy. Five minutes, okay? Five more minutes. You can do that. it. Stop. You're yeah. going to be mad if you and fucking go home. it wasn't even five home. minutes, bro. He literally, he was like, all right, you're done. Yeah. Like, smacked me on the butt. Right. I mean, dude, that's that's perfect. So, like, were you how were you building your client base? Was it from your Instagram or was it from walk-ins at first? So, Instagram helped me a little bit because when Instagram first came out and and I ended up getting an Instagram, there were like some of those like cheesy tattoo pages that would like post like tattooed guys or whatever, and that helped me get like like a little bit of a following. Mm -hmm. So. I had some followers from that, but a lot of those people weren't even from this country. No, you know what I mean? It never it was like is. It never the, is. The people from here, like I said, I didn't grow up right here, so it's not like I could tell somebody from high school or anything, hey, swing come by, into dude. the shop and get a tattoo. So I was literally just relying on people walking in. And I know that a, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people, they try to build their clientele off of like, I'm going to do really good tattoos and do the best work I can, which obviously I try to do the best I can, but I also need to get more of them done than everybody else. Mm-hmm. If this tattooer is doing one or two every day, I'm going to do 10 every wow. day. You have that same mindset. Yeah. Like, and that's I, on a consistent basis. Can yeah, I Yeah. Yeah. At the time I was Holy doing shit. so many tattoos because I felt like if I do one really good tattoo, a bunch of people will see that and they'll think it's dope. But if I do like 10 smaller bangers, everyone's going to see those and they're going to tell their friends and that's even more chance of people coming to see me. It's and like that's, a, where I yeah. built, that's where I built a bigger clientele and that's what helped me pay my bills. You know what I mean? was all those small tattoos. Like there's all these newer tattoos that want to do this big extravagant shit. And it's like, dude... Do the small things, do the bangers, get, you know, get the people in and out and, and make them feel happy with what they have. Cause not everybody yeah. wants a whole sleeve, mm-hmm. especially now. A lot of people want small things. It's in. For do sure. those, do those little tattoos and, and make the money. And then like once or twice a week, you can really show what you're capable of by doing one really cool tattoo. Right. Given your time. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, don't turn shit away. Like, who are you? So would you say you know flash what I mean? tattoos are making a comeback, you would say? Yeah, flash yeah. tattoos, are they've always been around. Yeah, but, I think they're cool, too. But, I think yeah. they're sweet. Now, now with the internet the way that it is, and you know, a, lot of the, a lot of people 
don't they're not very artsy they don't know what they want they're so they're gonna go in and they're gonna see some shit that's on the wall or in a book and yeah. they're gonna say you know what i want that i want that and that's become really popular lately because like some of the influencers and shit like that mm-hmm. have all these little bangers like we were talking about just right. before you know and it's in plus it the little bangers aren't as painful you're in and you're out and yeah. you, you look tatted when you have all these little things all over your <laughs> arms yep so I that, get that. that's big. And it's like, that's, that's where you make your money as a tattooer. In my opinion, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're going to make a lot of money off of doing those right. and, and you make a lot of people happy. You know what I mean? Cause that's, that's also what it's about is giving people that experience to make them happy with, with how they look now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everybody it's a wants modification. To, yeah. Everybody wants to, to be the, the tattooed one, especially mm-hmm. once you get so many, you want to have, yeah. you want to have more than your friends. Like I said, I got one at 16, one at 17, one at 18, none when I was 19, when I was 20, I got over a hundred tattoos that year. Holy when I was 21, shit. I got over a hundred tattoos that year. Like, I went so hard. Like I'm tattooing myself. My friends are tattooing me. I'm tattooing them, and we got blasted. Tattoo train. Yeah, we got almost overnight. Yeah, and it's like I I would see people that are like I'm blasted, and it's like how many do you have to have to be blasted? Because Mm -hmm. I have hundreds of tattoos on me. Yeah, and now even at this point, I have six or seven hundred tattoos on my body. Wow. And a lot of them, like I was saying a little bit ago, were small things. And, but a lot of them, you know, I'd cover them up with bigger things and just layers on layers of tattoos because, like, you know, like I said, you you evolve. Mm-hmm. You're when I got my arm tattooed like 20 years ago, it feels like I I'm a different person now a little bit. Like my my art has changed. I didn't know tattoos could look the way that they can look. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when I was getting lettering tattooed on me, I didn't know that. Like graffiti tattoos were a thing. That's cool. Like I, I did graffiti and stuff mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. You'd spray on stuff and try to make it look cool. And mm-hmm. then it's like more colors or more pointy edges. And it's like, all right, that trend is gone. Yeah. And now it's lame to have stars tattooed on you. So you move on to the next thing. You cover it up <laughs> with yep. the next cool thing. And it's like you stay relevant in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you look the way that everybody else wants to look, you become what they want to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and you, it helps you stay relevant. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now I have a totally black arm and a lot of people, I, it's, it's a big thing, but a lot of people around here haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. So I've people are, a lot of people, people are surprised. They're like, how did you get your arm black? Like the same way you got your arm that way, but I'm just doing another, like that. That another new thing. Though. Right. And it's like, people always ask why. And it's like, well, then why did you do mm-hmm. the way you did? You know what I mean? And why it, do you have that haircut? It's like, yeah, you're right. This Makes is, sense. this is what I have right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll finish the black and I'll put white over that, which is going to be and, sick. And people are like, you can do that. Like, yeah, you can literally do anything you want to <laughs> do, man. Yes. You know, I'll tattoo over this whole thing with white. If I want to, I'll laser it all off and start over. I'll cut this arm off and have a cyborg <laughs> arm in 20 <laughs> years. Arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, you just have to stay with the times, you know yeah. what I mean? Stay relevant. And, and as long as you're doing what, what people want to see and also staying true to yourself that little bit, you'll make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Those little tattoos are a good idea too though. Because dude, that's can, the most fire thing I've heard. You can constantly, they, you drop one on them, they go away, they like it so much, they keep coming back and they keep coming back to you. Yeah, and yeah. And you keep making money because you're obviously charging a certain amount for that little tattoo. Right. Rather than one whole big right. piece, you make like two grand off of it or whatever it is, well, that whole real estate is covered, is, is gone now. Right. So that's less area for you to make money. And, so those and that's, tattoos that's the tough thing with tattooing is you'll get, you'll get somebody that's such a good client. I see this dude every other month 
All right, I'll see this girl every other month, and she's always getting something big, and you know he's getting something dope. But they're gonna run out of space mm-hmm. if, yeah. if they're not willing to go to the next layer. They're gonna run out of space. It's not like other other jobs where like this client's been a loyal client for twenty five years. Like yeah. no, I'm gonna have this person. You know, and it's a lot of times it's younger people that are 18, 19, 20, that they're spending all their money on this right now because they don't have a mortgage. They don't have that big car note Hell yet. Yeah. They don't have that. So, I mean, it sounds shitty, but I have to get their money while I have the chance mm-hmm. to. Because if I don't, somebody else up. will. That's you know, someone's going to get that yeah. money. It's going to be me. Yeah. I'll stay. I'll do more tattoos than this guy, than this guy, than this guy. And I will. That's you might like now real. that this is I have a place like my kids come here. Yeah. They hang out, you know what I mean? And that, mm-hmm. that, that's a whole nother aspect of me as a tattooer is like, I'm not just work, 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 work. Like the girl in Target that follows me on Instagram. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you're in here. Like, yeah, I have yeah. to buy groceries too. Like, I'm, a, I'm a person, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like I have to eat and I have these kids that are following me around and constantly that want yep. new toys. They want dino and, nuggets, and so stuff. I'm here. Yeah, my, oh yeah. man, my kids love so dino nuggets. So let's kind of transition into that then. So like, not only are you, you you've lived a crazy life, you're still li- living a crazy life. It might just be a little a little more subtle. Mentality now. wise, you're living of. Uh, I mean, you're a pioneer in a lot of ways. Too. Yeah, I guess so. You're probably inspiring people without even realizing it. Yeah, probably. Well, that's cool. That's cool to think about. So, like, how yeah. is it affecting your? How is you, now that you're tatted up and you know you have the image that you have? How does that affect your everyday life when you're out in public? When you're raising your kids, how do your kids look at you? Conferences, shit like so, that, you know? That's I, wild. Yeah. So I will say, like, like with, with your, like... Your, your dad? Right. <laughs> like, with, with my first daughter that was born, I remember me and, you know, some of my friends, my my shitbag friends were there. <laughs> and we're, we're all standing over my daughter because I was also the first one of my friends to have a kid. You know what I mean? And I was always me first. You know what I mean? Like, no offense, but, like, I'll, I, it, I, I'll fucking pave the way. Like... And I have no problem with that. I got but, this, boys. You're right. But, you know, it's like we're all standing over my all daughter. And, you know, my bridge was pierced. My lip was pierced. I got tattoos all over me. My, you know, my ears are stretched and stuff. And my friends look the same way. And we're all standing over my, you know, this baby is literally like hours old. You know, mm-hmm. Riley was so, so tiny. And it's, it's wild to think about, like, this is my kid. And the nurse looked at us and she was like, you're going to scare her. And I, she said that? Yeah, she oh, said that shit. shit to me. And I've never taken offense mm-hmm. because I know what I look like to people. You know, it comes with the territory. Like, if you're going to go hard, like, people that. are going to know. Don't be like, don't stare at me because I look this way. Like, go ahead. That's yeah. why I did it. Like, yeah. I hope you fucking like it. And if you don't, I still don't care <laughs> because does. it's for me, not for you. It's for right. me to feel better. So, we're anyways, we're, we're staring at my daughter. And this is, this is all my kids have ever known. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As... As they got a little older, like, I have two baby moms. They have tattoos. Mm-hmm. My my new, my girlfriend, she has tattoos. This is what my kids know. And when they would see people that didn't have any, that was strange. Mm. Because I've surrounded oh, myself yeah. with, with like-minded people. Because the way I see it, it is true that you're only as good as those around you. And like if that. I'm around other people that, that aren't on the same level as me you know mentally or you know mindset wise like where is that going to put me mm-hmm. so i've kept you know my circle is small but it's we're the same people mm-hmm. you know so my kids see that and they 
they know who I am as a person. Yeah. Which I've taught them is more important than obviously yeah. what anybody looks like. Because mm-hmm. besides tattoos and things like that, you can't really help what you look like. No, you can't change that. And you didn't pick that shit. I like that. You know, like it's, it's, it, I've been, you know, I'm as weird as it sounds. Like I'm a, I'm a vegan. I don't, I don't try to harm any animals or anything like that in any way. I've been trying to teach compassion to my kids for a long time that it, it really is about, your heart and what's there. Mm-hmm. And if you have that big heart and you have that lion heart, you'll try harder and do more and, and help so many people. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds lame to say it, but it's like, that's why I tattoo. Cause it helps people feel better about mm-hmm. themselves. No, it helps true. my family. It helps therapy, me for sure. And it is. And it's like, that's, that's what I've been trying to preach to my kids for a long time. It's like you be you yeah. no matter what it is, you know, but be nice doing it. You know what I mean? If if somebody doesn't like it, then you can give them a big fuck you. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Say it to them. You know, mm-hmm. say fuck you to them. Like, my my girl told me to, to give people the same energy. You know, you know, if someone's being rude to you, that's when you can be rude to them. Match but don't the be the, don't be the same. Don't don't be the person to lead with that. You're right. Be exactly. nice to everybody. Treat people with respect, mm-hmm. no matter what they look it's like. like. You're gonna open a door for somebody rather than slamming it in their face. Right, you know, right. Oh man, there were years. There was years ago. I was trying to hold this door open for this lady, and she was like, "No, I don't need help from your kind." <laughs> oh, as if shit. I'm like not even a person. And yeah, it's like, like you're a different species. Come on, lady. What's I'm sad, trying to hold the door for what's you. Super sad is like, <laughs> I, like as, as you grow up and you're an adult. You 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 know more than what a kid would know. So right. you having more knowledge than a kid. Why is a kid able to look past you know skin color or they don't see that stuff. But they don't see anything. An adult can't do that. no no. Why? They just see humans. People are people are programmed to be scared of things or to to fear the unknown. The that shit so is learned. You know what I mean? No. Like we yeah, said, your mindset taught. you're born with. That's taught to people. Hate is taught. Hate is a hundred percent taught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your dog doesn't care what you look like. No. No. Nope. You know your the babies don't care what you look like. If anything, I look more fun than everything else because I'm a oh. giant coloring book. Dude, yeah. kids probably fucking love you. Dude, they do because I'm a. You giant gotta be the kid. coolest dad. I'm a giant kid. When when. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my ex used to get so mad at me because the kids would be like, hey, can we get this? And I was like, no, because we're getting the big one. Like, yes. We have a couple trampolines at our house and we have a <laughs> zip line in our backyard. And, you know, we were having fun. Like, my mm-hmm. girl's constantly taking my kids to water parks and Cedar Point. Like, let's do all this fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have a blast. Like, yeah. when I would go to school functions and stuff like that, I know at first the teachers and stuff are leery of me, but... After a little bit, they see that like, hey, like I'm here to help. Like mm-hmm. I'll and your I'm, personality has right. to shine. Oh through. yeah, they right. they know that like the kids like me because like I'm gonna play with them and joke with them and talk to them and yep. I'll go on field trips and stuff like oh, that. I am I'm, I'm a dad. I have dad life tattooed on my fingers. Like <laughs> I am a shit. dad before <laughs> anything else, before a tattoo or before a boyfriend or, or anything like that. I'm a, I'm a dad. You know what I mean? That's like, awesome. In I, I like with all the arm wrestling stuff I used to do, I gave that up to be a dad. If it came down to me giving up tattooing to be a dad, it's gone. You know what yeah. I mean? These without, kids are what's important. Without, without a thought, thought yes. Yeah. Like I'm I I'm here for you guys now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I lived a thousand lives, so now my my life is go fast but it's doing kid shit like yeah. i can't wait for the next disney movie to come out i Hell cannot yes. wait to you know go to the theme park with my kids and and to see them now start to experience what i experienced and for me to try to push them that little bit further mm-hmm. like i know this roller coaster is scary they need that. but get on it because yeah. it's not going to kill you mm-hmm. it won't kill you it's going to be fun if you don't like it you don't have to do it again mm-hmm. but try it try, mm-hmm. it. try it see what it's like yeah. 
You know what I mean? Have fun. And, and this is when you can learn that you really don't have any boundaries as a person. You like literally that. can do, you can do it. And it's like, good that you're doing that because you're allowing your kids mind to stay so open and creative. You're allowing them to hold Yes. Their you're building your legacy. Like all the, all the things you've learned, you're now instilling into your children so that you live on far after. Oh yeah. You know, and that, to me, that's a beautiful thing. In a thing. sense, I'll live forever. Yeah. I'll live forever. Through like I want to be, like that's beautiful. I want to be remembered as, as me. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason that I've never, ever changed who I am. I don't care if a baby comes in here or the fucking Pope. I'm the same guy. I'm not going to put up a front (laughs) and act all this, 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 like, like if I have to go to court or if I'm talking to a cop or if I'm, you know, talking to a child or whatever it is, I'm the same person all the time Yeah. because I feel like this is who I am and you should be you all the time. Mm -hmm. If you're putting up a front or acting like, oh, I'm going to, you know, straighten up and suit and tie and stuff like that because that's what they want out of me. Like, don't. Why are you doing that? Like, oh, what they're, someone they're expects coming, from you. Hi, right. Oh, you? hello. How right, are you, like, sir? Yo, what's up? Or, how you doing, man? Exactly. Yeah. When, when, when I talk to anybody, I'm going to talk to you as if you're my friend and as if I've known you forever because mm-hmm. I feel like that'll make everybody more comfortable, even if it's a tattoo client or a server at a restaurant. Like, yep. what's up, dude? Like, how, yep. how, how are exactly. you? You know, hey, what are you doing later? You got any more plans for today as I'm tattooing them and stuff like that? Like, make conversation and make people feel welcome and know that this isn't a monster. Mm-hmm. It's not the monster that some people think I am. Right, the monster. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a dude. I'm just a dad that happens to make Friends tattoos. Now, is <laughs> is Riley your oldest? Riley's my oldest daughter, yeah. Her birthday is this month. She's about to be 14. Hey. Oh, damn. Happy Shout birthday. out Riley. Hey, Shout out Riley. Hey, and then hey, I have so. another daughter named Harlow who's 11, and I have a five-year-old, five-year-old daughter named Dylan. Dope names. Those are, those are, those are my dudes. Board. I never knew that there could be three polar opposites, but there are. He <laughs> said, <laughs> so those are my dudes. Is those it? are my dudes, man. I love those guys. I mean, 14, like, she's... She's going to be grown here before she's you know it. Yeah, adult. dude. Oh, um, I know. Adult. I literally cried in, in Michael's last thinking night. About, oh, being thinking a dad about will turn her. you into the softest, softest bitch Oh, my so God. Fast. And also the meanest at times. And it's like, I know I preach compassion to people, but there are times like if you fuck with my kids, I'll light you on fucking fire. I believe that. I, I, I live, live by that. that. Yeah. I would that, live by that for like, sure. That's like a mama bear mentality, dude. Yeah. Bears are usually pretty nice when their cubs are around. You look at their cub, they want to fuck you up. Yeah, dude. Then that's how it is. Like, these are my kids, dude. Like, no Mm -hmm. matter what, these are my kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I will do anything I have to for them, even if it's stay late at work, wake up early to take you guys to school, even though my job doesn't start till noon. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing whatever I I have to. Your kids will be that much more successful than a kid who maybe came from you know their their dad's a cop their mom's a doctor hey easy dude hold on hold on (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) like and then they uh they i just feel like your kids just the fact sorry dad things that they're experiencing sorry uh, mr taliano the things that they're experiencing going through in life with you as their dad i feel like they're gonna they have that much more of an advantage when they get older leading with love wins love wins every time 100 100 and And, riley's at an age where i know you can see that now oh yeah and and Love wins is one of like Riley's mottos with her being oh, ironic, uh, huh? Riley being a rainbow, I'll say. So, <laughs> like, she, 
I see her at 14 and I remember when I was 14 and I'm still the same person as yeah. I was at 14. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I know, I know who you are Those are the best. and then I love honestly. it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, right. It's right. like, there's things about Riley that it's like, if I was going to like literally make and program a person, I probably wouldn't have put in there, mm-hmm. but Riley is Riley unapologetically all the time. She is her. And I can say that you got that from me. That's dope. You know what I mean? Like, even though I don't always like it, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, this bitch will not clean her room. <laughs> Doesn't matter if I threaten to take everything out of it. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> she shares a room with Harlow, and it's like Harlow's room is tidy and done, and like Harlow's like reading a book, and Harlow fucking finds flaws, and like, oh, this is spelled wrong. Like, you are so smart, and Riley's yeah. over here, like, I'm painting this, and I'm fucking this up, and I'm like, you're so different, yes. and I love you both for who you are. And then Dylan is it's just great. a crazy lunatic that is different than both of them. And Dylan's five, right? Dylan's five okay. and the Wild shit. Age. She is so cool, dude. Like, Riley's cool because she's Riley. Harlow's cool because she's Harlow. And Dylan is cool because she's Dylan. All of my kids are who they are. Yes. And nobody can change it, even each other. They don't change each other. They can't. They'll try yeah. to get each other into other things and stuff, and they don't want to. Right. Harlow will forever be outer space and dinosaurs and... I want to read a book. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to learn about this. I want to learn about that. Harlow is a genius. That kid is straight A's and Riley's in school fucking it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Riley's like, I'm going to do my makeup and I can do all the TikTok dances. And, and Dylan's just like, I'm Dylan's over Fine. here. Like I Dylan, dude, she's like an anomaly. Dylan comes in here and everybody in the shop knows Dylan. Every, like, the other like adults come in you know the adult tattooers that we have in here they come in and dylan walks in and it's like she owns this bitch <laughs> like everybody is all eyes she's on a vibe, dylan huh? dylan is a vibe yes <laughs> like, she's a vibe yes dude like <laughs> everyone is gonna watch every single thing she does because she's full of charisma you know she is so charismatic and i will say their yeah, mom is a good chest. person but dylan gets that from me you know what i mean <laughs> like People want to see Dylan. People right. want to see Riley. People want to see Harlow. It seems like, like each of your your kids took a piece of you. Right? Yes. You gave a, yes. So there's three. There's three pieces of you. You gave each one. Yes. You know. Dad life. That shit. Dad life. Hell it, yeah. dude. Fuck. Kate, we're having a baby. And I feel like that is that is to me more important than like any any sponsors that I have for tattooing as far as I've got from in tattooing or as far as I got skating or as far as I got in arm wrestling and everything like that. Like, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I'm a fucking world champion in the yeah, whole world. That's insane. I was ranked one. Mm-hmm. Nobody would beat me. Mm-hmm. Not that day. Right. But being a dad is so much cooler. Way more rewarding. That's so much cooler to see it's these people anything. that I'm building. Mm-hmm. You can never put mm-hmm. that into words. Right. And and that sounds cliche too, you know, like, oh, you won't know till you get there. For me, as soon as I heard Mia's like her little like first breath or little cry, dude, like I'm crying in there. And Jocelyn's right. looking at me like, Shut the fuck up. And right. I'm like, Cut the umbilical cord, like I trying to trying to keep it together. You're crying. But right. I said <laughs> I started crying the day she was born and I have not stopped since. You won't. And it's and it's awesome. You won't. You never stop being a parent. I don't care if my kid is 55 years old. If they call me like, Dad, I need a little bit of help. I don't care if it's financially, emotionally, whatever it is. Hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I'm going to listen to whatever you need to talk about. And I'm going to help you in any way I can. And I always will. Because I grew up without. 
So everybody wants to give their kids a little more than what they had. And if I can give these kids the world and the moon, I'm going to give both of those. And I'm going to try to see if I can grab Mars while I'm at it. Damn. I like that shit. I like that. I got dogs. I got three dogs. My one dog. (laughs) (laughs) I got dogs. I'm out here. He likes to sniff butts. So that's what he gets for me. I've done that a little bit. He likes to balls. He got that portion for me. And then (laughs) Dino likes to bite people. So they each got a piece of me. (laughs) There you go. Represent that shit. There you go. Guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Alrighty, guys, and we are back. And I want to talk about the birthplace of Total Immortal. Now, you did you did hint earlier that you started at a shop. A few years in, you, you ended up taking off. Um, how, how did this come to be? Like, what is the story behind Total Immortal? So Total Immortal came about where... I was working in that shop, and I will say that working in that shop was the best thing that could have happened for me because the guy that owned it really let me be myself, and that shop taught me a lot about how I was going to run my shop. It's like you learn from your parents on how you want to be a parent. You know what I mean? Like, here's what you are going to do. Here's what you're not going to do. And there wasn't really a lot of knots from that shop, but I learned that, like, the way I've run my shop is I don't take any of their money. Uh-huh. I'll make my own money. And that drives me to go harder. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I have to make my own money. They pay booth rents here to, like, uh, help me pay the bills. Because right. going out on your own, like, when I was in that other shop, I paid a booth rent, and that was my only bill besides supplies and shit. But once I came here, now I have, you know, to pay for the building. I have to pay gas, it's electric. I have to pay the internet. We have Netflix and Hulu and shit like it's that here. And yeah, it's like, plus just keeping this place looking the way that it does. Because if I'm going to be here all day, every day, I want it to be like as nice as my house. I mean, your fucking you know? bathroom right. is immaculate. Yeah, That's we have glittery walls in there. <laughs> yeah, it's great. There's I wash my hands. We have uh, hand soap from Bath and Body Works. We're the we're the real deal. That's the big you know? shit. You know you're winning if you. You get know there. what I mean? Hey, we have tampons and stuff in the bathroom in case girls start their periods. We kind of don't, <laughs> don't flush them. There's flush a sign. Them. Like you know, just little things like that that are like a like an amenity that like I feel like just going that little bit of an extra mile like having a fridge and a bunch of snacks and a fireplace and video games and stuff around we used to have a half pipe in here like just things to be a little different than than the last place and when when i went to open my own spot i wanted my shop to be unlike anything else that anybody's ever been to that was financially in my means you know what i mean and i've always been really diy like i will do it myself you know do it yourself you know, and you you build this baby and and make it what you want to make it. I feel like ground right up. Head, yeah, at it, I feel like you know, and in this place to me is 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 it is different. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's an experience. You're not gonna walk in and hear like the. There's not some big biker guy, which I mean, I ride motorcycles, but it's not like a big biker guy standing at the front, like, hey, what do you want? He's smoking yeah. a cigarette and shit. He's got you know, everybody here looks and acts different and has a different background and does a different style of tattoo that way nobody's stepping on each other's toes because yep. we don't have two people that do the same thing that's one thing that I look for hiring somebody you know like I I wanted my place to be to be a little bit different and give you a different experience that's why here we all joke around with each other there's nothing that's off limits here 
if if you know when when my friends here make fun of me for the way that I look, that's what I look for in somebody that's going to work yeah. here. You need to be like-minded. I want the people around me to right. be the same as me, even though we all are culturally different backgrounds and physically look different even though we all have tattoos that's like the only thing that's the same about us you know mm-hmm. what i mean it, we're all totally different people and i wanted to build something that would live on that that was immortal yeah you know what i mean i like so, that it, total immortal is a song that i liked when i was young by what was my favorite band forever you know is a song by a band called afi and i've i've always resonated with that song of mm-hmm. you know not being different the seasons change but i don't i stay the same you know what i mean and, and that's what this place will be it'll that's it'll you. live on that's your life story you know what i mean and, and people will remember that like i did this here you know oh, what yeah. i mean like i I, I, I built this here and like i'll pass it down to my kids and and stuff like that you know like i just wanted it to be something i really wanted it to be something different mm-hmm. because i've always felt like in a crowded room i'm alone because I stand out different than everybody else does. Yeah, and can, I've al- and I've always known can, that. That's not me trying that. to be like a like big headed or, or think more of myself or anything. But I know that no matter how many people are there, if I open my mouth, I'll be the center of attention. If I even walk through, people are gonna move. You know, and they're gonna they'll. <laughs> Have you silenced crowds walking into places before? Oh yeah, dude. I'm imagining like weddings oh, and yeah, stuff. Dude. People who might not know you, it's, you walk in and they're like, Whoa. we. <laughs> Like, like, like a couple, like, right. Yeah, that or, a, a, that's a cool looking a dude. A couple examples were like, uh, we were walking through the, you know, the middle of Cleveland, me and my girlfriend and her brother. And I was telling her brother, like, watch how many people won't even look at me in the face. Uh, they won't. They'll yeah. literally cross the street when I'm yep. coming because, yeah. <laughs> You know, my mom told me when I first started doing conventions, like, be careful in those big cities. Like, if you see somebody scary, you know, across the street. And I'm like, Mom, I'm that guy. I'm scary. I'm the one that I'm people the one they don't want to see. cross the street <laughs> for, you know. Eye contact, they're like... They'll look at my eyes for a second and they look away. Like, we've pointed it out to so many of our friends. Like, yeah. people won't, they don't look at me. And when they do, it's like, I know I have a lot to look at, but they're not, they're trying to be nice and not stare. But it's like, I know yeah. you want to look. You know what I mean, dude? Because it's a you're a walking. It's like piece a of naked art. grandma. Then, yeah, you you, you want to look, Damn, but it feels a little naughty. <laughs> I'm, yeah. a, I'm a naked grandma. <laughs> She's like, oh. That's but a it, it's, it does it reference. like when we're at you know like a, like if we're like at an amusement park or something like that. Like I don't ever have to move aside to let people walk through. Like I'm gonna walk through with my family and and yeah. not to sound rude, but like people are gonna move for me because I'm not gonna be the one that cowers and backs down to anything. If I yeah, if like I end up running into yourself. somebody or something like that because we were both walking straight ahead, I'm never mad at that guy. Like fuck you. Like we shoulder checked. I'm like, there's another one of me. Yeah, it's like an alpha thing. Yeah. kind of honestly. Yeah. yeah, and if anyone's got the strongest smelling piss, it's gonna be me. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Like I'll be the alpha and the omega. Like right. I will. I'll be all of it and then some. Hmm. You know. So it's from a movie. <laughs> It's, it's, from a, it's from a very old book oh, called no, the Bible. It's from Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruce Almighty when he was yelling at the God. Bible. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I, I love got, that. You had one thing to look up and <laughs> forgot. You had, you had one job. <laughs> one job, Tommy. <laughs> but yeah, so I I built this place and I wanted it to be special. And I feel like anybody who does own a business, that's how they go about it. Is they want to make theirs better. They yeah. want to do. They want to stand out in the industry. And it's like I will make sure that I stand out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've essentially turned this into 
it's not just a place. It's an experience. It's not it just a place to get a tattoo. Um, I'm sure that you have repeat clients that might just come in here just to fucking come. Oh, yeah. You know? There's so many times that people come and they will sit with their friend who's getting a tattoo that takes three, four, or five hours. You know what I mean? If I'm doing something that's big, yeah. you know, and it's going to take me, you know, it's going to be a while. They come just because... I just want to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to sit with my friend, even though I'm not getting a tattoo just because this place is fun. Yeah. You know, and it's the same, even if it's like one of the other tattooers here, their clients, friends will come because I heard that place is a riot. Yeah, and you go to Dude, a, lot of, a seriously. lot of tattoo places and your friend will just sit in one chair and it's an awkward like office chair. Or it's in a cubicle. Yeah. You feel like yeah. you're in office no, space, you, but you, for tattoos. You come here right. you're lounging, you're hanging out, they got couches. I mean, bro, yeah. like, this place is definitely for your office. It's a, it's a big open room because I wanted the feel of having, you know, togetherness. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be able to see what, yes, I want to yeah. see what you're doing. I want you to see what I'm doing and I want to talk to you and I want to joke with you and I want everybody to feel like everyone is included because yeah. everyone is welcome here. Yeah. I like that. You know there's what I mean? There's not a single thing that separates you guys. From no, no, there's nothing. It's one big open room. It's like 5,000 square feet in here. It's a big place. Mm -hmm. and, and it's, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I look like I have to do something like that. <laughs> but it's a big room. I mean, we have like little like paper wall dividers if we're doing like a, an area yeah, of the body where somebody it. wants right. to be, you know, a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, covered up. But other than that, it's, we're, it's open and nothing is off limits. Everything is open. I find that because obviously other than yesterday when we came to set up, I had never really been in here before. It's cool to actually like kind of learn about you and see that almost naturally your personality came to life in the form of a building. You know, like yeah, everything yeah, that I you can see are, that, that yeah. you choose to like lead with love and no judgment and surround yourself with like it all came together yeah, yeah. What, in this work environment your head, you threw it out and you right it out and, and it might have been intentional but it might have just been unintentional and like it flowed that i think it's a bit of both that. i think yeah. it is a bit of both because there's so many things that in my life are like very i i don't think i'm ocd <laughs> some people say it but i am very meticulous things uh -huh. go where they go they go yeah. in this spot and you do things the way that they're supposed to be done mm -hmm. don't cut a corner because why yeah. do it the right way the and, right time and do it better than everyone else was doing it and the way to do that is not cutting corners mm -hmm. you know what i mean if, if there's a way to do it and make it better make it better mm -hmm. and i think that that does show even in just the layout the way the building looks the way that we tattoo the way that i interact with every single person here when people leave i tell everybody that walks out the door bye love you as a joke, most yeah. people say it back. A lot of people don't. They just giggle. But right. a lot of times, like, they can't wait to come back and be like, oh, I should have said it. You know, like, bye, I love you. Like, they think it's fun. Like, yeah. in, in that part of, like, that little, that little seed that I've planted of love in every single person that comes in here, even if it's such somebody that walked in that, like, I want to set up an appointment. I've never seen this person before in my life, and I didn't even tattoo them. They didn't get tattooed here at all. They were here for two minutes. Bye, I love you. Just a little thing like that. <laughs> I feel like it... it they remember it. Yeah. The guy with the tattooed face and long ear and he said he loved me. Like, that guy's wild. Like, <laughs> but it was like, cool. But I they'll remember that and they'll want to come back. It's the <laughs> oh little God. things. It's definitely the yeah. little things. And Do this is things. your baby making it like it all worthwhile. Right. From, for me, from the outside, you know, I understand enough about the tattoo world. Um, not a lot, but enough. Right. Um, I feel like any time that I'm in the greater Cleveland area and a tattoo is brought up. Oh, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. 90% of the time this place gets mentioned 
90 mm-hmm. percent of the time that's right. insane that just shows the influence that you have um in the world of tattoo that total immortal carries throughout the world of tattoos mm-hmm. so for me an outsider i think that's an awesome thing but for you guys that are doing this with your blood your sweat your tears that obviously comes from something right right where did like when did you guys start realizing, if you ever really did, that you guys were, like, getting a mass following or there's some hype behind you? Like, where did that come Bro, whenever, from? Whenever people talk to me about tattoos, like, where'd you get this? Or you know, where can I go? The f- I, I don't say anywhere else. I always say this place. Yeah. Always. It's Every always, oh, we know Boomer. Always, oh, yes, we know Pablo. Time, like, you guys are doing it for right. real. Yeah, I mean, it. we've, Pablo and I have known for a long time I think you grow up knowing I'm going to be a big deal at something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't exactly know when it's going to be, but you know it's going to be. Yeah, you can it's going to pop at some time. No. Yeah. I'm not Joe down the road. Mm-hmm. I'm me, and everyone's going to know it. Yeah. Everyone's going to know it. And I think that, you know, Pop feels that same thing. So he does a very different style than I do. I, I can do black and gray, but it doesn't look the way Pablo does. Mm-hmm. You know, he has his own style with black and gray. I feel like and you it's, love color. It's, I do love color tattoos. They're I so love, fun I've to I've do. I've never seen someone stick color like they're, you. They're so fun to do, man. I it's so color. much fun for me. Show so, him the neck. Show the camera the neck just one time. <laughs> Beautiful. And it's like we, we knew that making this place, you know, I have to keep up with Pablo, and Pablo's got to keep up with me. Like if I'm pushing each other, yeah, I like, like that. And it's the same thing with with the other people that we have here because everybody here is growing at such mm-hmm. a rapid rate. You know what I mean? I like that. Like the apprentices that we have, they came in here like they sucked. Mm-hmm. Like you, you guys know you suck. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and the thing was, it's like I know I can tell by talking to you, even if you're shy. I know what potential you have. I see it. I can mm-hmm. fucking smell that shit mm-hmm. on you. So I know how good you can be. You That's just a needed a right little there. bit of guidance in like, hey, like, don't do it this way. Try it like this and see if that works out for you. It might not, but if it does, this is how I've been doing it. It's almost and it works. to allow your fellow tattooers to be stagnant. Yes, uh, it is. Don't not, get stale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You That's gotta probably the go. worst thing. Keep going. Try harder. To be content, I feel like, is a, is, 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 a, is very offensive. So yeah. That you guys are always pushing each other, growing. Right. That... In in I have not there's nine of us here. So That's it's a big like group too. it's it's a decent sized group. Yeah. We have one of the it's bigger shops league. around. So it's like if if these four are getting better, you fucking better too. Right. Yeah. Because what you don't want to be the worst one. Yeah. No. You know All what I mean? Great the it, and to be honest, shitty. I don't think there is a worst one. There's I don't think any of, of us are the worst ones. We're we're it's like we do different shit, but like if my tattoos look this way and Pablo's tattoos look this way and, you know, Stevie's tattoos look this way, then, then you know, this dude's got to step up because yeah. whatever you're doing has to be close to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're yeah. going to feel bad. So I know that it makes them try harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we don't ever knock each other. Like, hey, man, like, that's dope. Yeah. That's got to be great try, having you know, people yes. around you to, to push you. Because a lot of, you see it all the time, like, people get jealous of each other. And mm-hmm. they're like, damn, like, you're getting good. I'm going to try to tear you down. I don't want to help no. you get better. And, and that's not what here. it's not about. That's yeah. what not it here. shouldn't yeah. be about. There's right no now. competition between us that's ever said. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I know that mentally 
they're at the same place I am because I mean I'm I'm a pretty good tattooer. I, I don't I don't usually try to brag too much, but I'm pretty good. But it's like I see some of the the newer people that we have in here, and dude, they're getting so good. That's dope. so. It's like for me, it's like I gotta stay better than I you. Gotta stay it's good. like working out with your buddy whose bench press is going up, and you're like, shit, shit. He's got I got gains. you into this, How right? You right? Like I gotta stay stronger. I gotta stay faster. What I got the legs, bro. You do your legs, right? <laughs> so it's like every piece of you. Every part that you do has to be good because if it's not, I can't put something out that's bad because if I do, my name is on that. And, yeah. and I feel like it brings the whole shop down as a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Any, you butcher a piece. They're yeah. like, what the fuck? Right. And it's like if I, if I don't stay doing a good job, everybody here, their jobs rely on it. Their families rely on it. Yeah. We all rely on it's each other to do good mm-hmm. because if one of us is doing bad, then the shop as a whole looks bad and we have kids. Yeah. We have families. We have girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever it is, wives and husbands. Like yeah. We have to stay all pushing harder and that's all I've looked for in people. It's yeah. not if you're an amazing tattooer, but do you have the potential to be? And the heart, yeah. Yeah, are you, you going to try harder? Are you willing harder? to go to that level? Yeah. Are you willing right. to push yourself? And, and that's, that's what it is. Like like I said earlier, like I am ready to die right now. I will go as hard as I can until I die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what, I don't know if they realize it, but that's who they are too. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm just helping you realize your mm-hmm. potential because I know what's in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see it. I see it in you. You know, like you, they're going to do it. Uh, Everybody here, mark my words, everybody here that works in this shop will be a fucking huge name in the next few years. And I, and I believe that. And I think anyone purposely coming to watch this interview already believes that. Yes. For sure. You know, Gina, Stevie, Shane, Carlos, Hannah, Marissa, Kylie, myself, Pablo, like People will know those names. Watch. Yeah. And if they don't, that person won't be here for much longer. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of how it's been. They're, they're going to fall off and they'll weed themselves out. It's not me that's going to push you away no, or anything like that. Right. I will always embrace everyone's here but as if they're the my pack. kids. You got to run with the pack. Yeah. And, it, and if you don't, you will get left behind. And that's mm. what keeps everybody pushing harder. Yeah, one bad right. apple can literally ruin the whole... The whole bunch. The whole sometimes bunch it ain't good to be a lone wolf, realistically. Sometimes yeah. that isn't good. You gotta, you gotta stay with your people, especially in a unintentional competitive market. Right. I mean, tattoos, I don't think, have ever been as big as they are. And it is a cutthroat business. Dude. Oh, I believe that. Uh, I believe you Every Everybody wants to bring down... The Best. big guy. There's a Everybody lot of, a wants lot to of point hate, it out. I'm sure. Oh yeah, there's. It shouldn't, be like that. it shouldn't, but that's just kind of how it is, and but you have to. You got to roll with it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Just keep going. You know, there, there's tattooers that I don't always get along with, but I try my best to not badmouth them. Even, even if someone does it about me, it's like I know deep down you love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like that. You're doing and, something right because and, your name is in their mouth. Yeah, you, you're thinking about me. You know what I mean? And and all I can say to that is like, if if you want to spend your time bad-mouthing somebody else, stop putting that out there. Not even if it's just about me. If it's about anybody, stop putting that out there. That's bad the, energy. As soon, yeah. as soon as you start feeling better about things, 
you know, in talking better about things, better things will happen for you. But not only that, but like if you redirect that energy that you're putting out to talk about those people and reinvest right. it into yourself, imagine how much further you can actually go. Right. People sleep it, on the potential that they could yeah. potentially carry. Everybody has that potential. Every, I know yeah. without a doubt in my mind that everybody has that potential to be a really big deal, but who's going to use it? Mm-hmm. And that's like, so like, let's break mm-hmm. this down into like layman's terms. It's like you said earlier, like, you're not saying it to brag, but you could essentially do anything you wanted. Yeah. It's not because you're an expert in this. Like, if you wanted to go be a motocross slash brain surgeon, you I'll could do, do that it. shit. Because your heart and your mind will right. allow you to get you there. A it's, a, it's a Hell oh, yeah. Man, I'll call you you I got turbo. A, we, we have a stripper pole at my house. <laughs> man, bro. <laughs> turbo. I'm going to start naming, name dropping that. Like, we, and that that is it, man. Like, when I was younger, it was, it was almost you know you couldn't wait for someone to say you can't mm-hmm. you know what i mean let me like show you. let me fu- what's up here it is i'll like yes. fuck my up, uncle I mike am. told me the first time i stepped on a motorcycle on a dirt bike he said you can jump that hill across the street it was this long ass hill he said jump it you know over you know short ways and don't go more than like second or third gear Fuck you, Mike. Yeah, like, I know how this I'm ends. jumping this bitch long ways. <laughs> I never top. even rode a motorcycle before, <laughs> but I'm just fifth gear, wide open, whoom, over this yeah. fucking hill, and I hit the other, I overshot it, bottomed out, and fucking I'm still on it. I'm going it. towards loved the road, it. and I had to lay this bitch down, and everybody thought it was hilarious because <laughs> I'm like, I will go bigger and harder yep. even if I fucking die. I'll never <laughs> stop saying that, and that'll never, I'll never change because that's just who I am. That's good, though. And that's why you haven't And died you own yet, that. Bro, because you keep I can't be killed, man. Yeah, I'm immortal. Exactly. <laughs> I can't I like die. That. The, these <laughs> guys always joke around and call me a vampire. They're like, that dude <laughs> will never die. Lost boys. I'll never get old, ever. When I get old, that day is the day that I die. You know I what like I mean? that. I, mean, I love that. Already 63, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's not letting the 63 not letting go. We want to see the birth certificate. <laughs> Shut. So when you guys first started, um, obviously you grew at a rapid speed. You you picked up basically you picked up a sponsor every year since you started. I don't I mean like all at the same, average, but yeah. like six sponsors, six years. That's a that's a big accomplishment. But another big thing is just like. Who you have coming in says a lot about uh, the place sometimes, especially in the world of art. I mean, yeah. you've done some some big jobs. Some yeah, I've tattooed awesome some work. some you know semi famous people. Like legit, like a girl that I was just tattooing. Drake is dating her now. Oh wow! It's like, like you see everybody's what I mean? been talking about this Drake's with this girl in Dodger Stadium. I tattooed her, like. <laughs> sorry joanna like <laughs> like that like that's what it is like we have famous people that come through here and we know them by name and the same as i've always been i treat them the same way right. i treat everybody else talk to us. Right. i don't care if it's you know rashad higgins hollywood that's my dude hey. when he comes through i treat him the same way i do everybody else like you're that's amazing you're just a dude to me and i should just be a dude to you Who do you think the biggest person Physically, the biggest like, person's been in here <laughs> probably Najoku. That no, dude's huge. No, that's a monster. Like, um, <laughs> is a beast. Like the uh, most famous person, most important person out of all the people that came in. Like the one that's on the top. Like yo, this guy's fucking legit. He's famous. Or she's famous. Sorry, I'm not 
not sexist or anything. I don't, I don't know, man. It's like there's a lot of people that come through that that are very famous that I don't even tattoo them. Like mm-hmm. that's a Pablo client or uh-huh. something like Go. that. Like, I. I don't. I couldn't even say. No, like yeah. I don't even know. It's been and there's been so many tattoos and so many people that I didn't even know were a big deal. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like people come through and it's like I don't know if this dude is a rapper or if this dude is a professional athlete or if this girl is you know a cheerleader for the Cavs. That's, that's like yeah. I don't know who I don't know who you are because I treat everyone the right, same way. Right. You know you're still paying for your tattoo. You right. are still right. you're in my house right now. You're here for me or yes. one of my people. You're here for us. You know like so. I think that all of that, like the the most important person that I tattoo is whoever's in the chair right now. That's you know what I mean? Probably the. I'm gonna treat answer. you guys all the same way, you know. And unless it's my girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like you just fucking lay back down and <laughs> you don't need a break yet. You're fine. You're gonna be fine. I love that. What's also super cool? I mean, that's a that's a major accomplishment to your work, and and I like that. Like you're always giving your undivided attention to the piece you're doing. For me, like I get to look at your work daily. Like, yeah. I mean, my girlfriend's total arm is done by you, and you always do very small but unique things to whatever piece you're doing. Yeah, you know, her skull's got the vampire tooth. Like little, there's always like a little that. piece of me in there. <laughs> and that's what's so cool is like far before I knew you, I knew I knew you. You right. know, I could I knew you from your work, and I was like, just the little things you do. It, it resonated with me from far before. So it's it's really cool, cool to kind of see that it, it, it resonates with everyone else. Right. Because people that are a big deal can go anywhere. The fact that they choose to come here says right. a lot more about you than I think it right. does them. Because mm-hmm. you can go anywhere to get a tattoo. You know? really. and not, I'm not saying anywhere. I'm just saying like you can go to a known tattoo shop and get a good tattoo. Right. It's the choice of where you want to go. I'm going to choose to come here. Right. Not just because of the tattoo, but because of the environment. I like who's tattooed. Everything as a total. Yeah. Yep. As a total. They're sold. Total immortal. I think total immortal. Immortal. I love you. Trademark. That's why right. I'm going back. Right. And, and it's like I, I have tried to put a piece of me in every single tattoo that I've done. Not that I'm going to like be big headed and put my initials in there, or hide a dick in it yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> but it's like uh, like one of, my, one of my buddies that I've known from conventions and stuff, Justin, he... You know, he was on a TV show called Tattoos After Dark and stuff. He's a he's a pretty big deal. And a girl that I had tattooed a back piece on, this girl Sam Molnar, she was in Florida. And Justin just so happened to be there also. And she's got a whole back piece from me. And she was like, hey, some guy just came up to me on the beach and recognized my back and said, Boomer did that, didn't he? Yo. And she messaged me. And right after she did, Justin did. And he was like, hey, man, I just saw a back piece that you did. And I think that that thing was dope. And it, yes. I hadn't posted it on my page because it was still in progress. Shit. So he just knew it was wow. my work by looking at it. By seeing your You know what I mean? Style. And that's another tattooer in the ind- industry who's a big name. Justin's won a lot of shit. Yeah. And he's been on TV and stuff like that. And, you know, People can knock TV shows with tattooing all they want, but people know who those people are. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They're on that show for a reason. Mm-hmm. So somebody knowing that I did it is a big deal. My buddy Jeremy that used to work here, you know, we were at a tattoo convention called Hell City. It is one of the hardest tattoo conventions to Where even get into. It's actually held in Ohio, oh, in dope. Columbus, but they oh, spell it K-I-L-L, Columbus. That's um, sweet. Yeah, this dude Derb owns the the convention rights and everything. He owns a huge tattoo company called True Tubes, and he owns a a really nice shop as well. But we were at Hell City, and at Hell City, when you enter the contest, 
um, for tattoo of the day or whatever tattoo you're doing, you you go up on the stage and you say, hi, my name is, you know, Joe. I got tattooed by this guy out of this area. Here is my tattoo. And the crowd looks at it. The judges look at it, blah, blah, blah. Jeremy that used to work here, a friend of mine, he... I tattooed a, a Legend of Zelda tattoo on him. It was a Cuban Link. He was wearing Link, you know, it was Link from the okay. Legend of Zelda, but he had on a Cuban Link necklace. He was like a gangster. He's got like a mask on and shit. So he walks up onto the stage and before, like, all the tattoos up there were like these crazy hyper realism. Cra- like these guys are so good, dude. Dialed They're so in, good. Yeah. Like the best of the best tattooers. And Jeremy walks up there, and before he could even say his name, the announcer goes, "Boomer did that." <laughs> and I didn't win the competition, but in my my mind, I was like, "I fucking won." won. That's an accomplishment. That's won. a that huge win. That dude knew it was mine yep. before he even talked to him. He didn't him. have to and, say a word. And it's because my tattoo, to, to be honest, it shouldn't even have been up there. It wasn't even the same style as everybody else's, but mine looked different. Mine looked like I did it, and right. I know that. And Jeremy knew that, you know, and, and the announcer knew that. And, and that meant something to me because I'm trying to do my thing my way. And, and people, I think people respect that. If, if people want to hate on it, they can hate on it. But I know deep down... They're just wishing that they could find what their style is, and I got lucky enough to find what mine is. Where they're calling. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's why people come. Right. You know? People could say whatever. If they don't have your work on, on them, it's like you said, keep it moving. doesn't matter. Right. You're still going to be you. Right. You have a mass following, mass clientele. I mean, and those I people... almost started a cult. Live and die by <laughs> right. it, though. Live and die right. by, the, by the hand of Boomer. I mean, that's a that's an amazing thing. So let me ask you about the competition in particular. Um, was that judge or announcer um, uh, a well-accomplished art- artist themselves? That, he is not a tattoo artist, but he has been emceeing Hell City the entire time that Hell City has so been a big going. Deal. He knows tattoos. He knows good tattoos. He doesn't physically do them, but he knows more than... Maybe even I do. He knows the big names. The big names know him, mm-hmm. and and he can see good tattoos. And the the judges up there from all over the world, you know, whether it's Puerto Rico, America, you know, whatever other countries. A lot of those guys don't speak English. They they know shit. They know what's good and what's not. Oh yeah. Which is weird, almost that you name drop who did your tattoo before the judges even see it, but. It almost doesn't matter because everybody is top tier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, everybody. That's world it class. would make me feel yeah. like yeah. If, if if I went up, if my tattoo was presented up there and in a an announcer just blurted my name out, it would make me feel like you've been looking at my pages, you've been looking at my work, you like my work. Yeah, you, know you me? see me. Yeah. yeah, it's like you see so, yeah, me. I, yeah, I feel good uh, about that we 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 got into somehow this party in Chicago. After a tattoo convention, it was like we were just jokingly calling it the Ink Master Party because everybody in there had been on TV. And (laughs) somehow somehow we were in this fucking party and I knew who everybody in there was. I'm like, I know who all these guys are because they're all so good. And a lot of these guys do the style that I do or close to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, like Pablo didn't know who a lot of them were because he does a different style. But as we were talking to them, they're like, oh, you're Boomer. I've heard your name before. And that, to me, was a huge win. And mm-hmm. that's like now, you know, these guys with hundreds of thousands of followers, like Tyler has got hundreds of thousands. He had, I think, over a million at one point. Jesus. And like Tyler's a big deal, big deal Tyler Nolan. And it's like now Tyler follows me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's Which like, is sweet. That's, 
that's what I was talking about with the influence on the industry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, they know who I am, and I know who they are, and there's a mutual respect there. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not on TV tattooing and stuff like that, you know, I'm, I'm with these dudes. This is my group of people. And they know who we are, yep. and, you know, and now they know who Pablo is and stuff like that. And it's like, that's all we've ever been trying to do. I don't need to be in the, the best in the world, even though I'm going to try to be. Yep. But if I can put a little bit of me into their style now, then you that's what I'm trying. And I'm not yeah. saying I Whether do. Whether they say it or not, but, but I know, huge. It, I know those guys are following me for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're wanting to see what I'm doing. Pick up pointers. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's what we all do to each other. Nobody ever is like, I do 100% original. No one Authentic. has the same style as me. Like, we're all biting off of each other they're a capping. little bit. Even if it's like, you blended those two colors and that shit looks cool. Or those colors look cool together. Or the way that you laid this thing out, like, that shit's dope. Or, you know, whatever. Like, how did you do this image opposed to how I did this image. Like, that's why we follow each other. I want to see how you're doing a skull. I want to see how you're putting this in the tattoo. Like, how did you get those things to work together? Because as a tattooer, it's not like we get to pick every time what we tattoo. It's not a holy grail to it either. You're you're giving us what you want. And a lot of the times it's four or five things that don't go together at all. But we have to make this thing go yep. together, and we have to make it quality enough to where, like, a magazine's like, hey, we want to yep. post this. It's yep. wild because you guys, you fucking do it. Right. You actually do that. Right. Like you I come j- out on top every time. I'm, I'm trying, man. It's like I'm just trying to get heart, my though. shit to look the way that I think it should. And I, it's like if I can make everything look fake, I want it to look fake. And that's why if anybody looks at my patron thing, I always post videos because I want to show that, like, this isn't. I didn't edit this photo. Right. right yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't enhance this. I didn't make the whites whiter. I didn't blend anything more with a blur tool or anything. Like, this is what the tattoo In looks its like. raw form. Yeah, this is what it looks like. And it's like, I just recently had a magazine pick up an Iron Man tattoo that I did, and I didn't even post it on my page. I had posted it on my story. Is it on your page now? Now it is on my page. I was going to say, it's sick. It's that on my a, dude, Jared. Yeah, that is that nasty. And it's like... I had to tell Jared, like, hey, this is going to be in a magazine in December because there's there's a little bit of a wait. They have their process. But it's like I didn't even – it's like I think he pointed out, like, that's not even on your page yet. That was just on your story. I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> my buddy, watching. My buddy Logan's got a tattoo that's going to be – it's a Venom. It's a Marvel tattoo. And that will be in a magazine in October. And it's like it's just me trying to do things my way in – and it stands out. And they, seeing the seeing people the like to look at my it. shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's gotta be nothing no more you can't find anything more rewarding than that. Like you are doing it your way and the right. fact that it's getting the recognition and it's getting it's it's blowing people out of the water. It's crazy. Like a lot of people copy each other because they're like, Oh, you did that good that way, I'm gonna do it right. the same way because I wanna I wanna be on top just like you. Right. To you inspire. Didn't, yeah, you didn't Absolutely. do that. You just did exactly what you right. wanted to do. Rode with it and shit. I'm trying, man. Like I had a like I did like a Dragon Ball Z tattoo a while I back, and and it was post it was yeah. put in a magazine this year actually, it's and it's like ass. I just wanted to make mine look a little bit different than like everybody knows what Dragon Ball Z is. Yeah. So I have to make mine look different than the other ones do, but still recognizable as Dragon Ball Z. And I didn't distort it or anything no, like that. I just made bad. those colors the way that I if I was drawing the cartoon, I would have made it look like this. And that's so cool. Just the creative freedom that you get into a piece like that, right. you know? And that's, I feel like I've gotten 
I've gotten lucky that I have a lot of clients that let me do me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To where there's a lot of tattooers out there that are even close to me, you know, proximity. Like, I, I know that you're so much better than you'll ever get the chance to show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've gotten pretty lucky with clients that are like, yeah, dude, you do you on this mm-hmm. one. This is what I want. You do it your way. If you need to add something, add something. Yeah. Like, it's All like right. they trust you. They've seen your work. Your work speaks for itself. So I fucking don't doubt anybody. Just and I don't even know how I got there. You know it's, what I mean? How I got so many people to let me to let I'm me do it. As much as you say you're like not an artist, you just like to, you are an artist at yeah. heart. You know, like I guess. So what I've learned, whether it be like a barber, someone doing a commission sneaker, uh, or even a tattoo artist, like I got told this my first tattoo, not to give like the competition airtime, but uh, Jimmy and Johnny at Focus Tattoo did my first ever tattoo, and they were just like. Before I went in, the lady that took me was just like, piece of advice, these guys are artists, let them do that piece the way they they find it necessary. Nice. And ever since then, it's just like, yeah, you. I want you guys to express yourself. Like, I'm not the artist. If I was, I'd have done it to myself. Right. You know, so right. I want to see what you guys do. Put your touch. And especially after, like, being able to just observe your work every day, it never stop doing that. No, Never I won't. stop. I you won't. Know? He sees my gorilla neck every day. I meant more so Jocelyn, <laughs> he, but yeah, no, that's okay. Always, <laughs> oh, no. He's always kissing on my neck. Don't yeah, worry. And, and yeah. it's like, that's the funny thing is like the, the tattoo that he has on his neck. That's not even like the style that I, I'm, I'm known for doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, even the tattoos that are on Jocelyn, your, your girl, like that's not even really the style that I'm known for doing. Mm-hmm. But people see it and it's like, just because you see all these like things on my page that I post... Don't think that that's all I am. Oh, yeah. That's just don't, your box. Because, like, not to, like, I'm not in a genre because that's nothing but boundaries. Puts you in a box. It tells you me that I out. can't do you this. I'm not allowed to do this. I'm going to do whatever I want. I like You that. know what I mean? Like, I've never been in a genre because I'm going to, I'm not, in, my genre is me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what I want the way I want to do it, the way that I think it's going to look best for me and you. You know what I mean? I'm here yeah. to guide you because that's what my job is, and I'm going to make it. I'm going to make this as cool as I can because when when people see the tattoos that I've done on you, I want them to be like, "Dang, dude, that's cool." Yeah. And I that in turn makes you feel better. It's a walking business And that's business all I've card. ever wanted. Yeah, it's you know beautiful. what I mean? I'm I'm not going to be in that box like you said. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not going to do that. I don't have I don't have a boundary. Like it's it's whatever I think is right in that moment and I'm going to do that. And that's yep. perfect. Literally perfect. That's any better. That's true. That's um, truth. Guys, we're going to take a quick break, see what he's got planned for the future, and then we will wrap it up. We'll be right back. And we are back before we close out today. You have another pube on your face. I can't believe I keep I, He's the these. culprit. He's Dude, the culprit of this. What kind of pube? I'm just kidding. Dude, I think love <laughs> jungle women, all right? Tommy looked like what? I just shaved my shit through there like LeBron does before a game. <laughs> Your girl would have been pissed. Like, who the yeah. fuck shit is that? It's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was munching on that muff box. What, uh... I can't believe you're dating my mom. That's weird. Is this true? Dad? I got this tattoo for free, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Things come along. Oh, everything's going just fine for you, huh, Tommy boy? I love my life. What uh? What are your plans for the future? What, what do you want to? Do you want to grow? Do you want to add to the team? 
Where do you see Total Immortal in the next, say, five, three to five years? Oh, man, that's a huge question because Total Immortal's only been open for, like, three years. Yeah. So. Relatively short amount of time. Yeah, it's like I still feel like we're a baby in this industry, but somehow so many people know what we are, you know what I mean, and what we're about. So I would say that, man, the sky's the limit at this point. Like, the next, the next few years, I, I will grow our team bigger. Uh, and I, I only use team because that's the word that you said. But this is my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Your tribe, yeah. Th- these these are these are my family. Like to the point where like I I text them to check up on them and see if they're doing okay and stuff. And like I will go to your house and we'll we'll talk it out if they're if you're having any problem in your life, Shane. Even if it's your roof, you're like we'll <laughs> I'll help you, man. Like we yeah. can we'll fix that shit together. Like so I will just say that in the next few years we will the people that are here now will become even closer you know what i mean like like a family like vacations together all of our kids knowing each other and stuff like that i want to be i want all of us to be one Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's we are we're we're the immortals you know what i mean we're gonna live forever through through this and right now i have six sponsors i i assume that i'll probably grab a few more uh, people like looking at my shit. So if right. more sponsors want to want to pick me up, I'm I'm cool with that, and I will represent your company the best of my ability. And um, I just I just want to do more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I I can't wait to see where this takes me. It's like other businesses that I want to open or whatever. They have nothing to do with this. That'll be their own thing. But Total Immortal itself, it. It's just gonna grow and and become bigger and bigger like, naturally, like uh, like the Lorax just keep biggering things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you, uh, have you thought? I, I know you guys are still fairly new, still a baby as a as a, as a shop and as a family slash team tattooers. Have you ever thought to yourself like what you, what your end goal might be? Like, do you have like an ending point? Like, I want to get to this point. And then like, what, like uh, retire? Like, like, like how, I don't know, like you could say, I want to get to the point where I have you know, my own product, I supply tattoo shops all, all over the whole entire world. Um, I mean, I, I have thought about opening like a needle company or, or things like that or, or, you know, whatever. I had like a little line with Eternal for a minute with ink and stuff like that, like a artist box and shit. Like, um... I've always, like I said earlier, just lived like like there isn't a tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. it's just right now. Mm-hmm. To be to be honest, I never, as a kid, thought I would even grow to be as old as I am right now. You know, mid twenties was like if I get there, holy shit, twenty sevens club type right, shit, right, man. And it's like now I got, I'm into my thirties, almost forty. So it's like who knows 63. how much more time I even have. So I'm just living right now. I'm surprised that every day I'm surprised that it's like it's still going. You know what That's I mean? Awesome, it's still though. going. So it's like I am literally thankful every day that I I wake up in the bed that I wake up in with the person that's in that bed with me. You know, she's great and and my kids are great and as long as I can keep that going and us feeling the way that we feel as a family, that's all I want. If, if there's really a tomorrow, yeah. there yeah, there's not an end game. I'm I'm already there. Yep. You know what I mean? Like if if I can continue right here, that would be great, even though I've always wanted more, and I, I, I never really am satisfied with, with anything. I always want to go a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. So I'll just keep on bettering as I can when I, when I can. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, this is I'm, – I'm, I'm living 
I can't believe that this is my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, living the Gr- same way you growing always have. up, growing up as poor as I grew up. No offense to my parents, but but a little bit of offense, you know, like <laughs> growing up the way I grew up and then living the way that I live now. I can't believe that this is right. Yep. You know, not not to flex, but it's like when you grow up poor. Why wouldn't you flex a little bit? You know what right. I mean? Because like I feel like, hey, I made it. Like I, I have. I have cars and motorcycles and and, and a nice house. And it's like, it's all always been for my kids, you know, as, as much as like maybe my exes are like, you drive that stupid car. It's like, look, like when I went to school, it was embarrassing to get dropped off in that car. You know what I mean? I want my kids to feel like proud of who they are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As they should be. I you was know? happy when I was able to buy name brand cereal. I thought right. I made it when I bought right. Frosted Flakes and didn't I, buy Frosted Snakes. <laughs> Dude, I legit used to eat donuts out of a dumpster before school, and some kids at school found out and would call me dumpster Ruffing boy it. and yeah, shit. Because like, that's, that's, that's the only food that was available was that mm-hmm. we lived behind a grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we looked out the front door, and you're supposed to see the street, and it's supposed to be nice. Well, like, I was looking at the back of a grocery mm-hmm. store. We've, yeah. dumpster, though, we've gotten pop like that. The, Apple's grocery store throw, will throw cases of pop right. out there and get brisk. Like they're just chilling. Right. Go home, spray that bitch off, crack it open, drink it. And, and to be honest, I am still not above doing that. If yeah, I, no, no, no. If it if it's not open, like let's drink that fucking. <laughs> it'll be fine. Like live right now, and if, if whatever tomorrow brings is what it brings, and see if you can make something cool happen tomorrow. Yep. Whatever is gonna that. happen tomorrow, dude, have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's yep. that's where my next. Three to five years is going to be, if I last that long, you know, like, it'll just be having fun. If you're ever wondering, like, what's Boomer up to? Like, I'm probably either at work or drawing shit for work or I'm doing some kind of ridiculous bullshit with Hannah and my kids. Yeah. Teaching, teaching Riley how to triple backflip on the trampoline or something. Oh, my God. We're always doing (laughs) just crazy shit. It's your first summer on the motorcycle. Fifth gear, go. 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 I know that this sh- this episode in particular is going to do particularly well. So I do want to obviously say drop it in the chat. If you guys want to see Total Immortal bring more of a content style vlog to YouTube or to the internet in general, obviously I think that that would be a dope thing. I know you're considering. Yeah, I think we've, you can we've make talked about it a lot. You can make something awesome. Um, and anyone that's watching this is obviously either a fan of you or knows of you. Yeah. Um, so let me know what you guys think. Um, I think you could be onto something. I think that could be money. I think if you start that relatively soon, um, in the next three to five years, I mean, that could get picked mm-hmm. up. That could like be the that next. And be something really, yeah. really cool. Be. I mean, yeah, people come here and they, they love the experience that we've given them every time. And I I know that people come here just because they're having fun. Yeah. And if people could maybe have that kind of fun at home and, and watch and, and giggle along and, and remember. That'd be awesome. Because, like, there's so many times that I'll make a joke to somebody in the shop because it was a joke that I made yesterday or something like that. And it's just like this is relevant again right yeah. now. And whoever I'm tattooing or the other people who are getting tattooed or their friends or whoever, they don't really understand. So if I have that shit recorded... People could remember, oh, yeah, yeah. From a couple episodes ago. Oh, that's so funny. You're talking about your toes looking like dicks again. <laughs> like, you know, whatever it is. Like, they'll think it's they'll think it's funny, and I, I, I would like that for people. I just want people to have a good time, man. Yeah, you're just, you're spreading joy, which is oh, amazing. Look at all that lint. Jesus, uh, Tommy, this isn't uh, totally fans. <laughs> Jesus. Should I plug that? <laughs> 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 
my god. <laughs> Um, dude, I want to thank you for being on the show. I mean, this thanks is, for coming out, man. This, this was fun, super cool. Um, I'm very yeah, happy with the seriously. outcome. Um, before we wrap up, obviously, do you have anyone you want to shout out? Anything you want to say before we we wrap it oh, up today? Always want to shout out my kids because they're my life. You know, Harlow, Riley, Dylan. Those are those are my dudes, and Hannah for for putting up with me, and and my my kids. You know, she puts up with all of us and. I feel like it's so tough for her because my kids and I are all these like sarcastic fucks. Like <laughs> we're always picking on each other and joking with each other. And Hannah being, you know, the new one in the group doesn't always understand, <laughs> you know, that like we're just joking and we're, I, I think a lot of people are like that. Like I'm just fucking joking, fucking chill. Like you know that. what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it was a fucking joke clearly, yep. but for Hannah having to, she like people who come to the shop, they, they get me in doses. Like I'm here every day. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, this is my life every single day. When Full you come throttle. here and you had an, a funny time and you're like, that was so crazy. I can't wait to go back. I did that shit yesterday. Yeah. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> and poor Hannah has to fucking live with me. <laughs> right. You know I what I mean? Yep. So shout out to Hannah for all the putting up with. And and she's like the, the rock behind the scenes that, like, keeps me going with, like, I, I have to eat sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm so busy doing all this other shit all the time that's, like, she makes my food. She cleans the house. She teaches the kids stuff. You know, she's doing all the extra stuff that I don't get a chance to get to because I am a person. So shout out to her. Shout out to my kids. Shout out to all my sponsors, you know, like, for for sticking with me. With with everything that's always going on and and through the pandemic and all that, so Monster Energy, Eternal Inc. for like sub sponsorship stuff and Less American and um, Recovery Aftercare, Painful Pleasures, Peak Needles, all kinds of stuff. You know, like they've helped so much. All the magazines that have put me in there and Hell yeah. you know even you know online like e-zines and stuff like that, or people that have you know put me in competitions, even like competitions i didn't know that i was going to be in you know what i mean like i some like uh best dr seuss tattoo i won and i didn't even know i was going to be in this competition um there was a top 10 best walt or not walt disney best uh wizard of oz tattoos of all time and i had two of them in that top 10 and i didn't enter either of them people just like hey i saw that you won this i'm like no shit you know stuff like that so the people who are entering me in competitions and i didn't even know you entered me like thank you guys (laughs) shout out to y'all shout outs dude and like all the all the guys here at the shop so gina stevie shane carlos hannah pablo marissa kylie and then myself number nine you know all of you guys for putting up with me every day and, and letting me be me you know like i i appreciate that and obviously everybody that comes and gets tattooed on a daily basis because literally without me stabbing people i couldn't feed my kids yeah. you know what i mean like i couldn't live in a house period, let alone the house that I'm, I'm lucky enough to have or, you know, anything that I have, like, you know, there's so many basic needs that people have. And I literally couldn't have any of those if people didn't come here to get tattooed by me. Yeah. So even through a pandemic and everything like that, like people still wanted tattoos and they were willing to give up that PUA money and that unemployment money to hang out and have some laughs with me. Cause no offense to all you people that have invited me to parties and cookouts, but it, it costs an hourly rate to hang out with me. <laughs> so <laughs> shit don't come cheap. But uh thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart, you know, because I I literally wouldn't be able to be me without you guys letting me be me. 
because there's so many people that get condemned for being who they are mm-hmm. and people taking things the wrong yeah. way and running with shit and and whatever saying, but 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 the people who actually know me the people that have been here and they actually know the real me the real boomer like thank you thank you for letting me you know and and thank you guys for for letting me run my mouth for so yeah. long in this microphone dude you know? thank you seriously you're like sucking it like it's a wink <laughs> Um, guys, thank you for tuning into this episode. This has been inspirational. This has been awesome. This has really been cool. Um, before we close out, I do have one last question, and that would obviously be, what would you, what advice would you give to anyone interested or coming up in the tattoo industry right now? In the, uh, anybody interested in doing tattoos? First of all, do research. Okay, you're going to have to do a lot of research on, on what, what kind of machine you're going to want to use, what kind of needles you're going to want to use, and what different needles do. That's a huge thing that I think there's so many tattooers that have been tattooing for so long that they still don't know what different needles are for. Mm-hmm. You, know, you're, you're only, you know, you need your tools. You need those tools to do the job, and if you don't have the right tools, it makes it really hard to do the right job. And if you have the right things, the right needles, the right machines – it will help so much. So just do the do your research, and, and it's going to help a lot. And also, a lot of people don't realize, but different parts of the body are different. We have to know, like, so much of people's anatomy to be able to, to do what we do because it's – every part of the body is different to tattoo. Yeah, it's different skin. Imagine. It's different meat. You know, and that's one thing that when you start doing tattoos – it might sound wrong, but I think you should tattoo people everywhere, all over the fucking place, because it's going to help you learn how to do it. Tattoo yourself. It's going to help you learn depth. I mean, a lot of tattooers say don't tattoo yourself, you know, whatever. Tattoo yourself. It'll help you learn how deep to go, how to do it in different areas and stuff like that. And a lot of tattooers also say don't tattoo your significant other or your friends that are real close to you because you're going to suck and you're going to have to look at that shit for the rest of your life. But you know what? <laughs> it's a reminder of where you came from. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need that because people get so big headed and think that, you know, I'm the shit now. You know, like, do you remember a couple years ago when you sucked? Uh-huh. Because I re- like some of my friends that have tattoos from me, like you guys are wearing that shit and it is terrible. <laughs> At the time, it was cool, but man, that shit sucks. And they're wearing it in with pride because they know that, like, oh. hey, my like my buddy Randy, for instance, he has a whole sleeve from me. It was literally the first tattoos I ever did on somebody Damn. that first night. And he said he's never going to get any of them covered up because it's literally the first shit that I ever did. That's and, awesome. And he's wearing it. And it's like, I don't know if that's blackmail or what that <laughs> is, Randy, but... He it, wants it's the cool. resale value of his arm <laughs> right, to go up if he's right. ever an amputee or something. So just <laughs> just try hard, try harder. As soon as you think that this is as cool as it can be, make it cooler. You I know like what I mean? That. Make that shit cooler. Make impress people. You know what I mean? If if you were gonna look at it as look at everything that you do as an outsider, you know what I mean? Like take a photo of it. If it's if it's a tattoo, if you're doing something like this, listen to it later again. And, and think like, how can I make that better? How can I make that cooler? How how do people, how could I make this crazy? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what would make this thing just be like, oh my god, that's fucking ridiculous? It's like when the end of the movie blows your mind. Do that with everything. Apply it at every all times. single thing. Make your dinner 
taste better. Make it cooler. Yeah. Add something different. You know, whatever it is, like just do do better, you know? I like that. I love that actually. Um, guys, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Before we sign off, I do just want to let you know Life Widgets now available in the Apple and Android App Store. Um, you guys download the app. Add me as your first friend. You're going to get entered into a three-prize cash drawing. We'll send that money to you any way you want. Thank you, and we'll see you next week.